this is something I'm really excited about. So we're just going to hop right into it. Um, good morning, Sunday morning. It is a very special day. It is probably what I would consider the closest that I get to celebrating a religious holiday, which means we are doing the 9-11 20th anniversary special extravaganza here on the Sunday morning podcast. And as always, I got with me Lyle. I'm never getting approved for TSA pre again. Doink. (laughs) Nope. Not me. (laughs) Zach. This is one of the things that I'm going to have to ask you to remove. (laughs) And holy shit, who is that? None other than the ghost of Osama bin Laden. All right, everybody, we got a special show planned for you today. Let's get into it. (sighs) I think we got (laughs) to... This is the one that does it, isn't it? Come on. We're, we're, we're Come on. Got- that is the best cold open I've ever done in my life. <laughs> There's knocking at my door downstairs right now. I know it's pizza, but for a second I didn't. I thought that they'd finally... <laughs> Good morning. Sunday morning. So Osama bin Laden. That's a life, baby. <laughs> Domestic bliss. <laughs> if this is our 9-11 episode, I think we have to start it with the... Well, it's the, uh, 9-12. The question of... So well, this, yeah. is, this is the 9-11 hangover episode. But we have to start with the question that everybody asks, where were you? And I only ask that because it's been stuck in my head. Every time someone like asks, where were you on 9-11, I can only hear it in like Blink-182, like... <laughs> Where were were you you on (laughs) 9-11? Is anyone here old enough to actually remember it? Yeah, we were all... Vaguely. We we were all... I was, what, three? Yeah, I I was three. Four? Um, I was two. That means I was, like, four or five. Which, it honestly sucks. I would have loved to have remembered where I was on 9-11. Wait, when did it happen? (laughs) 2001. Okay. 2001. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you just ask when (laughs) 9-11... It's, you know, time flies when you're having no, fun. I was like fully five, five years old. So I have like, I just remember not going to school that day and my mom was not doing well. Um, and I was just really confused and fully remember seeing it on the TV. But like that doesn't process when you're five. So I was on United 93 and I was the only one who made it out. <laughs> I am Mark Wahlberg. I was probably yeah. learning racist <laughs> shit in kindergarten, so. Yeah, I, I was in kindergarten, and I remember getting sent home early, and literally no one told us why. So we were fucking celebrating on 9-11, like the entire... I mean, I celebrate <laughs> on 9-11. <laughs> and then I got home, and my parents were crying, and they still wouldn't tell me why, and I didn't figure out what 9-11 was until the next year. All I knew... <laughs> Was that You're like, guys, the next day we started to... saying the Pledge of Allegiance every day and we didn't stop. <laughs> like, guys, you don't have to like happy cry just because I get a half day. I mean, I know that you're so excited to see me. It's I remember the rest my of the dad yelled at me. me but... They yelled at I came home and I was just like, oh, what the fuck? And he was just like, go upstairs. And that was the end of it. The, I, I don't know. The idea of like parents being mad about 9-11 <laughs> <laughs> 
Go to your I room. I mean, look, okay. <laughs> Literally, no one explained anything to me. 9-11 is the day that I went home and I started writing my second Spider-Man comic book. Like, that's it. My parents both worked for Lockheed, so I know for a fact that they had, like, absolute hate boners when 9-11 happened. It all changed. <laughs> what do you mean? They got the day off because they, uh, they were part of the Are team. <laughs> They're like, hey, stay home that day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay home from Lockheed. Like, oh no, we got the day off on um what Tuesday, whenever that is. Uh, <laughs> my favorite nine. I mean, my favorite nine eleven lore is. I mean, it has to be everybody's, but like the guys on acid in New York that watched nine eleven. I haven't heard oh, about this. A, what? There's a very very famous Reddit post that if you just Google like. 9-11 acid reddit it'll come up but um these two guys uh and a couple of their friends but it's like mostly told from the perspective of these two guys um who lived in brooklyn and they like were staying up all night partying on 9-10 and um they were like drunk and then like midnight rolls around and they decide to like dose a bunch of acid hell yeah and they had a great night like went up and like sat on their roof and then i think at some point they dosed again when they thought they were coming down (laughs) and if anyone's done acid (laughs) that's not a good idea um you think that trying to uh push off your come down by (laughs) trying to come back up again that's not gonna happen um, you're just gonna, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> so these guys dosed again, I think around like four or five in the morning and they were still just oh. chilling on their roof. And when the craziest thing happened, I don't know if you've ever <laughs> been, and then you're not going to believe what happened next. <laughs> you guys are not going to believe what happened next. Um, I don't know if you've ever been on a roof in Brooklyn, but like I'm, currently looking out of my second floor window and i have a perfect view of the skyline it's like very like it's right there and they were on their roof at like whatever like eight in the morning and 9 11 happened while they were like fighting off a bad acid come down (laughs) and the post just details like the absolute psychological torment and it's very it's a very good read I'm picturing them, like, obviously it was a bad trip, but I'm also just picturing them sitting on the roof, watching it happen, and then one dude turns to the other and says, whoa. They're like, holy shit, did you see <laughs> like, that? Whoa, dude. I can't so, even, Bill like, and Ted do 9-11. It, it <laughs> these, reminds these, me... These visuals are crazy. <laughs> it reminds me of a story... Dude, this is really good as is. <laughs> Reminds me of a story from my high school days, just specifically watching about like, like thinking about like watching the planes, um, which is so I was in I was in drumline in high school. I was a band nerd and we had band camp and right across the street. I mean, it was like maybe 20 feet from my high school uh, where we like in the, the back parking lot where we used to go march. And uh, there was a regional airport there and all of the tubas were like. I mean, already fully formed channers like they were like like straight up like like four chan dudes at the age of like 15, like hardcore. Um, it's not important to the story. It's just important that that you all know that the that those are the people that I had to see and interact with on a daily basis. I appreciate the context. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they would. It's marching band. It's a given. <laughs> 
anytime a plane would land or be landing, they would take the tubas and they would pretend to shoot it down. And one day we're out there marching <laughs> and they pretend to shoot a plane down and it crashes at the regional airport. <laughs> and we completely stopped marching. It is on fire. Everybody lived. It's okay. Um, but yeah, so we were not allowed to do that anymore after that. I don't even remember what story this started with, but for whatever reason, it. Re- oh, the acid, the acid on the rooftop. That's what it that's what it reminded me of. Thank That's you. absolutely wild. When the plane hits, just someone pulls out the tube. It's also <laughs> it's also like the third <laughs> crash at that regional airport that like I can remember in my lifetime. That seems like a that regional airport problem. They mm. should probably figure that out. Yeah, probably, but they won't. They can't figure out COVID. So um, the only mm. thing that my town is like well known for is uh, there was <laughs> this video that went viral like last year, two years ago of a march of I'd say maybe 12 old people um, with a bunch of signs that say like finish Trump's wall and and shit like that. And they're all like marching around maskless around the uh, the courthouse in the in the middle of covid with their walkers and everything. That's literally the only thing my town is known for that and getting fucked up by a tornado. I would have loved to see Trump's like if Trump was president during 9-11, how that whole thing would have been handled. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably similarly, I mean, but like it, the posts would have been good. They would have been awesome. But like probably similarly. I would just uh, love to hear about how his tower didn't get hit. My beautiful I, tower is fine. Oh, that would be great. I would, I would oh, give you know that would any be. amount of money. I would give up every paycheck that I ever get for the rest of my life to have Donald Trump do the, oh, wow, really? She died? You're just telling me this for the first time thing, but about 9-11. I would give every cent that I ever make for the rest of my life. <laughs> Oh, wow. The Twin Towers fell? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I'm just finding out about this <laughs> yeah. for the still, first time. Still, still a tiny dancer in the background. <laughs> <laughs> macho, macho man. <laughs> so, okay, I've got this. All right, so... First of all, I, 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 I can't believe that Spike Lee is making a 9-11 documentary that is eight chapters long, and this is the first I'm hearing about it. Does that mean eight documentaries i'm assuming it's like eight like hour-long installations god damn it like a mini series yeah. kind of like they did with like that QAnon documentary the end of the storm and like oj yeah, yeah. and like all that shit i mean i'm a fan of yeah. the long form like tv documentary and i'm gonna watch the shit out of that yeah so <laughs> i just can't get over the fact that it's called new york city epicenters 9-11 and then it has a little arrow Pointing to the right, and then it just says 2021 and a half. That doesn't make sense. Okay. Oh, what does oh, the half Here mean? it is. Uh, I, I have it no comes fucking idea. In April of 2022. <laughs> so what it is, I, I, sorry, I guess I should have just read the fucking article about it, but um, it's a, it's a four part series that are, that are two hours long each. Mm. Eight. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise known as eight. <laughs> Thanks, Spike. <laughs> Um, but the really interesting thing that, that made me even, even get back onto this in the first place is that there's just an option at the bottom under legal. It's just a giant button that says, do not sell my personal information. Wait, where is this? It's just like at the bottom of this website, it's on IndieWire and it's like at the bottom under legal, it's like, 
I thought I thought you were on like oh, the was, film's like website. Confused. I thought you were yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like fucking Spike Lee with the OnlyFans disclaimer. <laughs> the, I was like this is a This is my copyrighted law. content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so weren't you talking about a different 9/11 documentary? Yeah. Okay. So before we started going, it was it was Zeitgeist. Um, which was like, so to, to any of the listeners who might not know, uh, Zeitgeist was a movie that came out and like, I mean, what, like late two thousands, I think like mid to late two thousands. And it was like this conspiracy theory movie that was presented as like a, a documentary, like a factual documentary. And a lot of it laid the groundwork for shit like QAnon for 9-11 truthers it was I mean pretty like commercially successful um it was very big on Netflix for a while and basically what it did is it it explored conspiracies like the Rothschilds uh owning everything um lots of like anti-semitic tropes um conspiracies about like the founding of all major religions in the world things like that and and so, like I said, that kind of because because they they were I don't know I guess the first like big sort of like mainstream um, documentary to talk about like what actually happened on nine eleven I don't know I haven't seen it since I was like fourteen um, but it definitely made me like question my belief in lizard people for a little bit um, it's you're not wrong to it's it's I mean it. <laughs> It's an entertaining documentary. Having at least developed my frontal lobe a little bit more, um, I'm sure I could I could go back and and extract some sort of of uh, like decent entertainment. But at the time, it was fucking great. I loved it. But I absolutely see how that was sort of like a slippery slope uh, for people to fall into these forums because it was things like that, and it was things like the cicada puzzles, um, and and all of these things that really laid the groundwork again for for shit like like QAnon and sort of like the modern conspiracy theory community that exists in the United States I wonder if like there's parts of QAnon that are busy ginning up new conspiracies about 9-11 because I feel like QAnon comes up with a bunch of original shit and I'd love to see their I mean take. I'm sure there I'd love to see their take are. on what actually happened we're like so deprived of that because they don't they're not out in they the open. Those, those freaks aren't out in the open anymore. They're high. I'm like, I don't want to get on those apps. I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing that. Whatever the fuck they're called. Gab. Um, that one? Parlor, Gab, Grinder. Parlor is not a thing. Is Parlor still a thing? They've actually recently moved to Telegram. That's a big thing. Um, mm. Drug dealers did it first, <laughs> but um, QAnon <laughs> perfected it, I guess. Uh, there you go. Yeah, they have. Well, there's that's there's the like that's the colliding of the marketplace. Now the drug dealers can sell ivermectin. <laughs> I no, I I sent you guys that screenshot, right? Of what? Of the, Which one? of of the guy I know who's like literally selling like like human ivermectin pills. Oh. He's like a nice. he is like a a oh, yeah. a heroin and cocaine dealer, king. and he is selling ivermectin. <laughs> Gotta expand your market. I mean, he's in Florida, I so like it makes sense, it. but. Do you guys hear that it makes you sterile? Yes. Yeah, 85% of people. Yeah, 80, 85? You... 85%. Yeah. And it's like... 85% of and... men get... Or is it is it men and women? Is it... I don't know. The one just... I saw was specifically related. It was just related. men, and to be that guy, it was just like one kind of flawed study. 
It's still fucked up to eat horse paste, but... I, I think that there's a high likelihood that that sterilizes I, you. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, so yeah. the thing is, so it, it affects like the sporm, the sp- sporm, the sperm morphology. The sperm, the sperm. God damn it. I did that the other day this on the phone too. I fucking hate my life. Uh, God damn it. Um. Anyways, y'all can finish the episode without me. <laughs> but anyways. The, the sperm morphology is like the shit that is happening to people who like took ivermectin is... It's the same sort of side effects that happen with like exposure to heavy metals. Like uh specifically one of the ones listed that they compared it to uh cuz I I was looking into it uh specifically like double-headed sperm. That was like one of the most common things. Uh and that is linked Sounds like a neutral milk is hotel that bad? cuz that sounds kind of cool. It does sound kind of cool, but it's mainly related to uh heavy exposure to cesium, which is Ooh. radioactive, so that is not good. Yeah, that's the it's the shit. Go ahead and say that that's not good. Yeah, they it's actually what they use to make uh, smoke alarm batteries. Fun fact. Yeah, you should definitely swallow that. Yeah, and put it in your all, all over your balls. Yeah, I mean, I put it I all over that, my I balls. Want... I just don't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's guys that are um, there's guys on TikTok that are like getting the uh, sprayable kind. <laughs> And like just rubbing it on their arms. Hell yes, like sunscreen. Sprayable. It's like sp- <laughs> <laughs> he's just like there's a there was a really long thread that was just like taking from um like Facebook and TikTok posts. But there's this like one old guy on TikTok that makes a bunch of videos and he it's literally it's just like liquid. I don't know if you're supposed to spray it on horses. Or if they're supposed to ingest it. Oh, no, it's the injectable stuff. It's the, sorry. Duh. It's the injectable ivermectin, and they're literally just putting it in spray bottles and rubbing it on their arms. I'm just going to, like, make a small single cut from, like, the top to the bottom of my ball sack and dip it in the injectable ivermectin. (laughs) It's the secret to becoming immortal. (laughs) That's how you find out what ivermectin tastes like. It does taste like apple. (laughs) People are treating ivermectin like they treated like a really cool rock in like the 1300s. <laughs> and that it's like a miracle cure. You're not actually sure what it does, but it's probably making things worse. <laughs> but I, I, I can see how we spent centuries with the absolute worst medical like advancements. <laughs> it makes a whole lot of sense now. I'll just say it here. I think anybody who eats ivermectin deserves to to die of COVID. I I, I think that's that is a a more than fair um treatment for their decisions. If you guys ate some ivermectin, I would eat some. <laughs> if you do it, I'll do it. It gets harder and harder because it's just like I know I'm like a good person. I'm supposed to feel bad for you, but it is so goddamn hard to feel bad now at this point yeah no because like it was it's gonna keep going yeah it's gonna keep going and and that's the it's thing not gonna stop. is at the beginning of all of this i had a lot more sympathy for people who were who were anti-vax yeah. who were doing things like taking hydrochloroquine who were listening to all of this stuff because they were desperate for some sort of answer and mm-hmm. the limit of like when that became acceptable has has passed in my mind you know maybe some people are more patient than me more forgiving whatever i'm not i'm a piece of shit 
And I think that that if you are at this point in the pandemic refusing to acknowledge what is going on and what your actions are doing to other people, then you have lost your right to exist within that community with the support of those people. If if doctors are telling you you need to go get vaccinated and you tell them to fuck off, then you shouldn't also be able to come to them to treat you for the thing that they tried to prevent you from getting. Yeah, it gets really di- it gets it gets so fucking dicey. It's like if you have an how... issue with this, if you're listening to this, no, and you're yeah. angry with me for saying this DM me and I will I will gladly go down the list. If I I've had covid twice. The way that now like <laughs> i love dying the way that i love it's a huge big, yeah big fan of dying <laughs> the way that like nurses are treated now i mean i don't care how anti-vax nurses are treated whatever fuck them but like hot like hearing fucking horror stories of just like healthcare workers just being fucking abused by these people yep and their families it's like nightmarish. It's nightmarish. Yeah. And it's like these people who are are working like in in horrible conditions. Like we we saw what happened last year. We had frontline healthcare workers dying left and right. We had overpopulated hospitals. People couldn't get treatment for anything. You know, obviously that kind of went away as the stress eased up unless people were in the ICU. And it's like, now we're right back at the exact same point. We, you know, our hospitalizations have doubled since this point last year. Yeah. I think in a lot of areas, it's three times worse than it was. Yeah, I mean, I'm in Texas and I'm, I'm genuinely scared, like, of the people that come into work. Like, I'm I'm vaccinated. But, like, I mean, I work outside in 105-degree heat. I can't really afford to be wearing a mask in that. I am constantly running around. I walk, like, eight miles a day. You know, and again, so, like, it's outside. So, like, I, I am very grateful for that. But, like, at the same time, like, you just get all of these people who who don't care and it's it's honestly incredible how much you can find out about a person's politics in the two minutes that you talk to them uh as you ring up their car wash yeah now i bet yeah i mean fuck but on the bright side if you don't want to wear a mask outside i have this potion that you can take and it's got eye of newt and it's got wormwood (laughs) and it's got ivermectin berry wings (laughs) No, this is the new wave. This is the new. We're uh, we're going with seasonal marketing for the new free cure for COVID. Now that it's fall, we're going to get real spooky with it. <laughs> Pumpkin spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin spice ivermectin. <laughs> Every day I wake up expecting to read a headline like that the conservatives have reinvented bloodletting or something. Just like absolute <laughs> medieval shit. It's going to happen, and I think we should let it. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, need it might to, we, we, we need them to get to trepanning. Like, we need, to, <laughs> we need to bring that back. Me and Keith got COVID, but we got all the bad blood out. It's fine. Didn't we talk about ivermectin last week? Still I think hot, we did. Baby. It's still, yeah, still hot on the charts. It is still hot. I'm just curious how we got here from 9-11. It's just all, it's all one big thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the circle of people who are taking ivermectin and the circle of people who believe that Obama personally flew the plane into the tower is <laughs> it's one circle. They're not two separate circles. So one more thing before we move on to the next topic, just as we round out the 9-11 thing. But um, 
No, yeah. So obviously 9-11 changed a lot of popular culture and a lot of movies and TV shows and stuff edited the Twin Towers out of the frame or whatever or just stopped airing. Uh, but there's one, there's one very specific exception to that. And I believe it's the Muppets Christmas Carol where, you know, Kermit is shown what happens if he never existed. And in the movie, they reshot most of it to exclude all the scenes of the Twin Towers. But in this Kermit-less alternate universe, the Twin Towers are still there, <laughs> which implies <laughs> that, <laughs> that if Kermit never existed, 9-11 wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Somehow, like, <laughs> it's his fucking fault. Yeah. Oh my god! I need to like. I feel like Fozzie Bear. Kermit's would be... like an arms dealer, and that's why yes. it's his fault. I feel like Fozzie Bear would be one of those like comedians who miss their flight in the morning. He just I gives don't off. Go. <laughs> yeah. He just gives off those vibes. But yeah, Kermit somehow is directly responsible for nine eleven. Kermit did nine eleven. Mm -hmm. Good for him. It's not easy being green. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, Alex here. Just jumping in to let you know that they didn't really transition between these two topics, but somewhere in the minute and a half of bullshit that I cut out right here, they transitioned from talking about 9-11 to talking about Bitcoin. I don't know shit about the Bitcoin, so... It's, uh... Me too, buddy. <laughs> Me too. Neither do people who buy Bitcoin. I don't know shit about the Bitcoin. <laughs> I it's oh it's it's so depressing what's going on yeah. right now. Mainly because I have to watch like the dumbest guys that I went to high school with get rich off of like what is very much a a Ponzi scheme. Well, didn't El Salv <laughs> like Salvador it's, it's just so made cool. it like their national currency, right? Not their national currency, but it is legal tender now. They made it a national currency. Yeah. Reddit ass country. And hours later, <laughs> Bitcoin crashed. Crashed like ten. <laughs> Literally within out like everyone was posting. I saw a bunch of people like were like, Why the fuck did Bitcoin just crash? And I was like, Oh, you don't read the news. <laughs> yeah, sometimes if I'm feeling like really suicidal and Bitcoin is having a bad day, um, I'll just go check the subreddit and I see all these guys with like one foot off the ledge and I immediately feel better that like at least I didn't do something <laughs> stupid like sink $25,000 into Bitcoin. And it makes my life yeah. so much better. I'm like, okay, yeah, not bad. It's really sad seeing like what happened in El Salvador and like, there were protests for weeks, like, leading up to this, and, like, these people do not want this to happen. No. And it, it is happened that, anyway. How, how, how did it, is it happening? Like, who in this country was demanding it? So, <laughs> so I actually saw something about how, apparently, um, using <clears throat> Bitcoin, you can be tax-exempt from capital gains tax. It's some like weird like loophole in an international law. Is but basically, in oh, international law. Okay. Yeah. So it's just going to become like, which is what what I kind of said 
from the start, which is it's just going to be money laundering. That's that's all it's going to be. I mean, I mm-hmm. believe that that's all that crypto is to begin with is is just a giant money laundering scheme. It's just yeah, it's it's good for like people like big investors who just like are fucking around with like what they can do with their money. They're just like, let's see if we can get Bitcoin to become a national currency in El Salvador. Yeah. And we'll just fucking see what happens. Yeah. And it's going We're to just completely gonna roll the fucking dice and like destabilize this country because yep. like there's so many forms of their like parts of their economy that you cannot implement this. Like you can't you can't buy fucking street food with Bitcoin. I mean, like they're saying you can, but it's just not going to fucking happen. Didn't you say that they were giving every citizen like 30 Bitcoin or something insane yeah, like that? They they put like I'm not sure if it was 30 Bitcoin is a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't mean shit if you don't have like the resources required to actually like access and utilize it, which is Mm-hmm. I, I mean, a, a huge issue. Oh, yeah, it's it's, sure, it's like sure, Doink was sure. saying, like, I just. <sighs> See, this is why I was smart and bought 15 years of Reddit gold in advance. $46,000. Holy shit. Wait, it's only 46000 30 Bitcoin is only $46,000. Yeah, oh. Bitcoin's dropped 625 oh, I'm bucks today. I'm sorry. They're not giving them 30 Bitcoin. They're giving them $30 in Bitcoin. (laughs) 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 I mean, give it a couple days and it'll be roughly the same thing. Oh, no. Uh, I miss the good old days when when crypto wasn't tainted by the worst people, you know? I miss the days yeah. when we were using it to buy fake IDs from a guy who has a sticker making oh, machine man. and like something that might be acid. Yeah, I was I was about to say <laughs> I miss buying drugs that ended up being mainly fentanyl because I did a yeah, lot I don't of have those access to my um, I don't have access to whatever Bitcoin I did have because I definitely did have some at some point, but. No access That's actually a huge issue. There's like, like I think it might be billions of dollars in Bitcoin that's just, just like forever tied completely. Up in Silk Road. Well, not even that, but forever inaccessible because people forgot like their passwords. Yeah. Do you remember the article like that. that came out about that I guy who had like statistic. a quarter billion dollars in Bitcoin on a hard drive and he had one guess left to guess his uh, like hard drive password? Otherwise, it wiped it completely, and he like had oh no God. idea what it was. These uh-huh. tech bros think they're so Sucks cool. I know. <laughs> uh, that's what the new Matrix movie is about, actually. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm super excited. I didn't even know that there was a new Matrix movie until, like, what, this morning? El Salvador just, like, while Bitcoin was crashing because of it becoming their national tender, they just kept buying more Bitcoin. <laughs> To the moon. By the dip. The government was just like, pump it, let's go. They bought 150 more. Oh, yeah, I saw mil- that. Which is $7 million. Yeah. While people are protesting outside of the Supreme Court, saying that they don't want this in their country. They're just like, oh, what? Sorry, you, you want... I see a lot of Bitcoin logos on the signs out there. I'm going <laughs> to assume that means that we want more. 
Okay. Cool. I Let's love get... I love the idea that there's a government and an economy being run by people who have the same experience and attitudes towards it that we did during the GameStop thing in the group chat. <laughs> just just 30 of the dumbest people you know not knowing how it works and just screaming buy more buy more. <laughs> if we buy more it'll go up. <laughs> Isn't that like every economic cabinet for any nation in the world? Yeah, but oh. I don't think any other one is dumb enough to try it like El Salvador did. You don't um, you don't think that that's coming for the U.S.? I do. Oh, Bitcoin is a national currency? Well, I mean, you can already, like, pay for a lot of shit with Bitcoin. It's like, I feel like... You can buy a Tesla with Bitcoin. Isn't that cool? It would be relatively easy. But, I mean, like, the part that is weird is, like, are they going to... It's very scary of this happening in El Salvador, let alone in America, but it's like... Can they penalize businesses for not accepting Bitcoin? Because I'm sure the cost I don't I don't know what the cost would be to It's gotta be like, astronomical. Completely switch over your that you're, yeah. It's gotta yeah. be huge. And if you're not providing that. And El Salvador isn't exactly a company or a, a country that's that's well. You're right, Zach. It is not a company. <laughs> it is not <laughs> yeah. a company. It is not a company, but it's not exactly a country where, uh, you know, people like even like businesses have a lot of access to funds to upgrade their equipment or everything. And I mean, it's still very much a developing nation. Like it's very, very scary to think. Um, I and they said that they're still like unclear on whether or not businesses will be able to be penalized or not. If they're going to start penalizing people for not doing that, that is. Oh boy! See it, and, and I have Bitcoin. That is why I am absolutely convinced that this is just like pressure from some outside force to allow money laundering more easily in in the country. Whether it's it's a cartel or it's the CIA, um, whatever it is, somebody needs to clean their money quick. There's just some guy in Langley refreshing the coinbase app over and over again i mean okay look would it actually be that crazy if the cia now that now that we're going we're now that we're absolutely 100 percent just going to go back to back to invading afghanistan we're going to go back to straight back to the the exact same war that we were just fighting i don't think that it seems that crazy for them to to so nice we did it twice Like, I don't no, think I don't it's think that it's outside off the base. realm. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, oh, yeah, the CIA is just cleaning their money so that they can they can manufacture more M1 Abrams tanks. Oh, my God. It's just the lamest fucking way to do it. Yeah. And yeah. And instead of selling crack, they're they're doing this. Yeah. Imagine you buy your new Tesla with your laundered El Salvadorian Bitcoin and it shows up and all the doors are crooked. <laughs> this is a perfect segue. <laughs> Thank you. That was that I was cannot, great. I cannot stop thinking about fucking every Tesla being broken, and it's the funniest shit ever to me. It's crazy. They're awful. They're like these people. The we all know that Elon Musk's customers are like the biggest cucks. In the entire world. It's like yeah. no one is more cucked than an Elon Musk fanboy. And it's like you are getting we are getting to the point where these people are spending like fifty, sixty thousand dollars on a car that comes 
shows up to their house broken and they're like well it's pretty good like considering that it's a tesla so he got pretty close it was like <laughs> there was everything was almost put together correctly tesla doesn't even need to like create worker slave factories anymore they're just gonna outsource everything from wish.com for people who haven't seen like the numerous posts of people just like talking about their cars showing up fully broken it's like teslas are arriving to people's houses with like uneven spacing in the panels it's like there's fucking pieces missing this guy said his driver's door was droopy <laughs> i mean one guy i'm like how is a door <laughs> droopy well there was one that i saw where like the lining of the trunk didn't even fit and the guy like couldn't close his trunk right because he's it like, literally yeah, just didn't fit Tesla, yeah so it's oh my pretty god good. yeah he's like yeah but i look like a stupid <laughs> asshole everywhere that i go isn't that cool there was a guy there was a there was a post that was like <laughs> it's like hey my steering wheel fell off yeah <laughs> and, in the, and in the replies some other guy was like yeah it happens two or three times a month yeah whatever <laughs> It's literally, it's literally the, it, it's the I think you should leave sketch. It's the, it's, so what? Stinky. <laughs> What's so funny, like, okay, so we get Teslas all the time in at the car wash. And first of all, every person who brings a Tesla in thinks I hope you just rinse them thinks that they're the first person to ever bring a tesla through the car wash <laughs> didn't we have this exact same discussion like, like five episodes like, ago? i bet you guys are really surprised that like teslas can't wash themselves like it's kind of the one thing they can't do so you know that's why i'm here so this guy like this was i mean this was probably like three or four days ago this guy comes in and i'm i, I have to like ride it through the tunnel um that's another thing. They suck. You can't like most cars. You can just send them straight through the tunnel and it'll be fine. And somebody can get on the other side. No, Tesla's won't do that. It'll automatically throw the parking brake on and it will not let you send them through. It's so fucking annoying. And so I get in this guy's car and I have, they always love to tell you that there's no actual key and that it's this cool little card instead. So you're supposed to keep it like on the dash or not even on the dash, like on like the center console. And so I'm like <laughs> tapping the center console with the fucking key and the car won't start. And so I have to go get the guy and he comes out and he's like, oh, yeah, sometimes it just does that. He's like, he's like here. And he like takes the car and like closes it, locks it, unlocks it, reopens it and then puts it on and then it starts. He's like, yeah, sometimes you just got to kind of fuck with it for a little bit. I was like. What? Love a car that that needs an entire Rube Goldberg machine to start. <laughs> like, but it's so cool. It's pretty. I'm imagining that Elon Musk gave Grimes a set of power tools and said, "Get at it, babe. <laughs> These cars need to like, be made." You know what? Go crazy, bitch. That is 100 percent at the very least how they got the truck design. That is the dumbest fucking <laughs> truck I've ever seen in my life. I'm so glad I've never seen one in real life. I don't think I've seen it. Because I would run it off the road. My dad pre-ordered one. Oh, but I think no. Oh, that thing? Yeah. That's real? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a joke. No. <laughs> oh, man. No, you you can't drive that around. 
Lyle, why did your dad pre-order a PlayStation 1 level design car? (laughs) (laughs) It comes pixelated. (laughs) Yeah. It's so stupid. Weren't they saying that the glass was like shatterproof and Elon Musk threw a brick through it? Yeah, no, he threw a hammer at it and immediately (laughs) shattered it. He was like, it is impossible to break it. And then like picks up a hammer and like chucks it at the windshield and just completely destroys it. It looks like something that Kanye West would have been really into in like 2015. It, 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 it's like if no, it's like if he just decided to design it's cars. The Donda Honda. <laughs> <laughs> I knew a guy who whose Tesla like like you know how there was that issue with them catching on fire. Like, no, no, but it makes sense. <laughs> but you guys I'm don't remember? Surprised. They were called so many Teslas because like the battery would just like fuck up and like like explode. It's not a bug. It's a feature, baby. <laughs> I actively try to avoid news about Tesla, so I'm really happy that I missed this, but I would love to hear about it. I feel like this was like years ago. Bunch of a uh, bunch of different articles. Let's see. <laughs> Tesla Model 3 reportedly explodes in Shanghai parking garage while they were oh. asleep. Their Tesla's burned in the garage. <laughs> Tesla's new Model S Plaid rolls down U.S. streets on fire, then blows up in front of a house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. (laughs) I like to imagine it was doing the autonomous driving thing then. (laughs) Yeah, that's my, like, I like to imagine that, like, most things, like, anything bad that would happen to a Tesla is ten times funnier if it happens in autopilot mode. <laughs> like Absolutely. Your, your your steering wheel falls off and you don't notice <laughs> because you're because you're watching hentai in the back seat. You're using the the dick sucking feature in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't notice that your steering wheel falls off until you um, turn off your autopilot. Until your your autopilot needs to decide whether to kill the children or the old lady <laughs> crossing the street. Tro- this is just like being in a Tesla is just a constant trolley problem. <laughs> You're like no, just trying to thing. decide who is, can die it, less. It is built into the software, like their auto driving software. They prioritize certain people like to get hit. <laughs> well, okay, no, like I think like children are pretty elders, low. Old it. men, old men are more like like I think they prioritize old men. Um, <laughs> like when you say prioritize, I'm picturing their AI being like, "There's an old man crossing the street four blocks Kill. away. Go, go, go!" It's got a little like point counter. <laughs> the the Tesla has gone berserk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like doing like the halo like multi-kill medals <laughs> double kill <laughs> triple kill yeah can you like put, splatter like, GTA pl- put gta plugins in your tesla software so that like you're just playing the game with your actual car okay so i mean th- their autopilot feature in and of itself is awful like i remember when they were like rolling it out and it would get like it (laughs) it only worked on like highways like anytime you got anywhere that was like mildly crowded it completely shut down because there were too many things close to it and there'd be like three cars around it (laughs) 
Um, and then it like they started like driving into like like stopped like ambulances like um and and like like barriers like on the road like 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 roadblocks like just would fucking like slam into them. Damn. Well, yeah, when your car has like a wacky racist ass AI, they recalled <laughs> like, like a million of them, <laughs> like for that reason. <laughs> The way you described it, I ima- I'm imagining it as the car has social anxiety and then it just throws a tantrum. <laughs> like it just freaks out. There's too many cars around me and drives I right into a fucking median. <laughs> when we do the pod meetup, we should rent a Tesla and just absolutely fuck it up and then blame the AI. <laughs> I'm down. Okay, I have an idea. So, you know, those like, um, you know, like those rooms that you go where you just smash a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you like pay for that. So if we can figure out a way to do like an underground Tesla smashing place, but it, we can turn this into I would like actually, I would pay, like I would pay a lot of totally money for that. Be, we can just get everything done through insurance. We'll lift the cars from, we could do it in a parking garage and we'll just park the Teslas in the parking garage and be like, okay, go to spot 36. You're going to be fine. Just beat the shit out of the Tesla in part, spot 36. As long as they actually get the spot number correct, everything should be fine. <laughs> what if? What if? Someone pays to do it, and then they go, like, break a Ford Focus. <laughs> be like a Honda. The <laughs> <laughs> they're like, sorry, I hate Teslas so much, I don't know what they look like. It's me. <laughs> I, um... Uh, well, you can't break a Tesla more than it already comes broken. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't think that we should, like, get permission or, like, do insurance or anything. It should be, like, an actual, like, <laughs> underground thing. Like, we charge people, like, $100, <laughs> and it's, like, take this fucking mask and get in the car. And and you take them <laughs> out to, like, a local parking garage, and, and we've got, like, like an AK or something in case anybody, like, you know, is, like, you know, security at the garage or anything. And then we just We're let just... this person fuck up somebody else's <laughs> Tesla. We're just DMing. We're just DMing all the guys on Twitter that are like really upset about their Teslas showing up fucked up, and we're like, "Hey, do hey. you want to deal with this? I've got a really good we idea. We have a way that we could deal with this, and you can get all your money back." Most a guy standing back. in a trench, like in, in the alley with a trench coat, and he opens it up, and it's just a big hammer. <laughs> we're like, okay, we're like, um, we're like Slugworth in the uh, in the first um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Movie, oh yeah, where, like, yeah. Every time, every time a kid wins a ticket, this guy shows up. But like, instead of that, it's every time someone buys a Tesla, this guy shows up. <laughs> and he's like, "We're gonna, we're gonna solve this. We're gonna get rid of your Tesla for you." Happy about it. Moral of the story: If you buy a Tesla, you should be put down like a dog. I can't disagree. <laughs> I'm coming in with all of the hard stances today. <laughs> Again, if you're upset with me about it, DM me on Twitter, and we'll we'll fight about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I would like to reiterate that if you're ever mad about anything that happens on the podcast ever, DM Tom. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> do it. not give a shit, but I'll gladly talk to you about it. <laughs> like you can talk to me about other people's shit that they said that you don't agree with. Yeah, <laughs> we're just not going to deal with it. Yeah, no, we're absolutely not. Uh, we don't make this podcast for you, and uh, so my DMs are open, but they're functionally closed. <laughs> Unless you got twenty bucks. 
Yeah, I just like it's just in the off chance that someone will. It's like I read them all. I don't respond to any of them. But in case there's someone that like wants to send me a hundred dollars in my DMs, that's why they stay open. <laughs> my DMs are socially open but fiscally closed. <laughs> <laughs> I love leaving my DMs open because every once in a while I'll get a stray one at like three in the morning, and it's like from somebody who should like more than likely be in like a psychiatric institution. And like, that's how I've made a lot of friends on Twitter. Like I just respond to like the most like insane requests that I get. And like most of the time that's it. They're just like insane. Like it's just insane drivel, but like made some good friends. I'm pretty sure that's how I met Alex. All right. Well, that is all we got this week. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, happy nine 11 for those who celebrate. Um, yeah, I guess that's all we got. Happy nine 11. Good morning. Sunday morning.